You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, I'm Carrie Goldring with the Divorce Lending Association and I'm a Certified Divorce Lending Professional, or sometimes referred to as CDLP. This is part of our Divorce Literacy Series here in Michigan, and today I'm here with Jack Schrader, who's an appraiser, and I'm going to have him introduce himself and tell you a little bit about what he does. Hi, Jack. Hey there. How are you doing? (laughs) Well, thanks. I'm Jack Schrader. I'm a certified residential appraiser. I've been doing this for about 20 years now. I do mostly appraisals for mortgages, but I also specialize in divorce appraisals as well, which is why I'm here. That is true. So tell us what is the difference because people don't understand why they may need a divorce appraisal versus just using a mortgage appraisal. Uh, primarily because the mortgage appraisal won't be good in court. We, you need a specific divorce appraisal in order to proceed with court proceedings. Okay. So then if somebody isn't going to court and they're going to settle out of court, then we could possibly use a mortgage appraisal. Well, the intended use of the mortgage appraisal is is for the, is for the mortgage. So I would okay. recommend getting a divorce appraisal. All right. And then... I know a lot of people are in the habit of like going on to Zillow or Redfin to come up with a value of their home. What's the difference between someone doing that versus someone getting an actual appraisal? Well, it's the human element. I mean, as far as us putting a value onto a property, Zillow can be accurate and Redfin can be accurate sometimes, but it depends on the, the neighborhoods. The more diverse the neighborhood you live in, the less accurate Zillow and Redfin are gonna be because they use algorithms to figure out the value of the homes. They don't take into account features that we may take into account. For instance, you may be compared to a new construction home or a home that's much larger, whereas they'll make considerations for that. Whereas when an appraiser looks at it, if those two homes aren't comparable, then we're not going to compare those to to one another. Okay. And a comparable home means what? Well, a comparable home is the most similar home to what you have within your neighborhood. So for instance, if you have a thousand square foot ranch that was built in 1950, we're going to be looking at similar homes of similar size, preferably of similar design built around the same time. We're not going to be looking at new construction homes. We're not going to be looking three miles away unless that is necessitated by the area that you live in. And then sometimes I have people say to me, well, I have a new roof or I have an updated kitchen, so my house is worth more. How does how does that play into an appraisal? There are adjustments that we make versus, for the features that you have versus other homes and neighborhood for which, as far as adjustments go, there are features that add value and some features that don't. And we look at those um, through the sales comparison analysis, which uh, which we perform. So for instance, we take your home, we look at other homes that we deem are similar, and we we determine what features add value and what features do not add value. 
Typically, it's the more major features such as an up, a remodeled kitchen, a remodeled bathroom, a finished basement, those sort of things. Oftentimes, with new roofs and other items that are considered more general maintenance items, they may not necessarily add value in your market. Okay, that's that's good because that comes up a lot where people just don't get confused. So it's maintenance versus updating. Correct. Okay. And then what other major things come into play when you're comparing homes? Like, can you compare a home in two cities or two school districts or there's a major road? Well, it oftentimes depends on what sales have been available over the past. Usually we're looking at six months to a year. Okay. Areas where there are a lot of sales, there's no need to consider those homes that are across main roads or in different cities. In some areas, there may be very little sales data to go from. At that point, we'd be looking at areas that are considered competing, and we may be taking some sales from those areas in addition to the ones that are from your own. Would you ever compare a home that's in a different school district? You can if those school districts are competing. And by competing, I mean the sales prices of one area are similar to those of another area. Without naming districts, if you look at one district and see that the sales are way up here and then a district that's just across the street is way down here, then that tells you those those districts are not competing with one another. And are there any homes that are just really hard to put a value on? Those homes that have limited sales. I mean, sometimes lakefront homes, that'd be one example. There may not be a, a lot of sales data recently. Uh, to compare it to. And the, really it comes down to the more unique of a home you are, the more difficult it can be to find some other sales. That makes that makes it tough. Anything else that you can think of that people listening to us or watching us would want to know? Again, I think it's very important if you're going through a divorce to consider getting an appraisal that's going to give you the value of your home. Uh, to proceed and getting that from a certified appraiser like myself. Um, and it just, go ahead. No, go. You continue. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, you mentioned before about other sites looking at your value on Zillow or something comparable to that. Oftentimes those can be considerably off one way or the other. Um, so if you want a specific, you know, precise value, I recommend getting an appraisal. Perfect. And if someone wanted to get a hold of you or hire you themselves, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, you can always call or text me. My phone number is 248-723-9070. I also have a website, which is M-I-P-E-A-K that's P-E-A-K.com, that uh, you can also reach me at. Wonderful. Well, I know I have been working with you for a long time. Um, before when they said we couldn't, we were allowed to pick our appraisers. You were definitely my appraiser and I, you worked on every one of our deals. And I know that we have hired you to compare appraisals when they just don't seem correct or if there's anything that's wrong. So I know that you do a great job and I know that you're also fast, which a lot of appraisers who work on divorce cases take weeks to get done where you your turnaround seems to be days so it's 
nice to have the accuracy and the speed at the same time. So thank you for educating us a little bit further. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. And yes, uh, as far as speed goes, I, I don't like to take on more than I, I can handle. And I do like to remember the properties that I've been to as well. So if I'm doing them two weeks later. That puts me at somewhat of a disadvantage. So um, I, I, I do value time as well. It, it definitely shows in your work. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.